0: This is a podcast with DraftKings here. I am Mike Golick Jr. With me as always, producer, co-host, man, the myth, the legend, Brandon Jarrell Newman. Brandon, how we doing?
1: Good, I'm in L.A. Uh, Feeling really good. It's like David Ortiz back in Boston. This This is a home game for me.
0: That is true. Brandon lived in L.A. for what, five years, four years? Yes. And has not stopped telling me about... How to live in Los Angeles since he got back in here. He spent a lot of time telling me directions to places I already knew how to get to. And routinely told me that apparently Los Angeles is the only place where people day drink on the weekends during the summer. So, only
1: place. Bloody yes. Mary's on football
0: Sundays. Unless you've lived it, you don't understand it. <laughs> those, who, those who know do and those who don't, they wouldn't know how to. Uh, joining us here for the podcast, we're excited to be out here in uh, Los Angeles for All Star Weekend for Major League Baseball. We are doing this live on YouTube right now. Obviously, people will hear this Monday when it drops too, but it wouldn't be All Star Weekend if we didn't get to visit with Jared Carabas. You guys can hear him baseball is dead, the Jared Carabas podcast as well. Talking Red Sox. And Jared, I would ask how you are, but unfortunately I already know the answer. I'm
2: terrible. <laughs> this sucks. So, I don't want to be in Los Angeles. It's too hot. Uh, the Red Sox are not well represented in this All Star game, and they just got blown out of the water in back to back games against the New York Yankees. Having a terrible time.
1: Okay, and you haven't mentioned Chris Sales yet. So, uh, Chris, Chris Sales broke his hand
2: oh. in the first inning. I mean, it, I think something. So, he's, so, by the way, it's fractured. Fractured. Which is worse than just being dislocated. So we probably won't see him for the rest of the year. Like, we're out of the playoff picture right now. This is just I'm, – so, I'm just not having a good time.
0: I'm going to give you a brief reprieve on that because at some point we're going to have to talk about it. Sure. We're going to have to work through what this means for the back half of the Major League Baseball season. But for the live audience here, we did tease this before, and I want the payoff on your review here because – Jerry Carabas had never even known what a churro was. Never heard of him. Here until about 24 hours ago. Had never no clue. Of One of my favorite things is to always imagine the first person to ever do anything. Like the first person who figured out we could drink milk from cows. Brave. The first person that figured out that eggs were something that could be a part of us. Like Brave. pioneers, a lot of things had to go wrong first and then go right jared you learned just conceptually what a churro was 24 hours ago you had one a half hour ago on blind faith alone which i applaud you for
2: what was Thank the experience you. like uh, it was it was like a a stick of fried dough sponsored by cinnamon toast crunch mm, okay. that's what it was
0: and so like did you those all sound like good things but i want to confirm yes. you enjoyed it i enjoyed it i mean i probably put it down faster than emerson did and he's like a big churro guy that is true. What's one thing I've known about Emerson Lotzi, a big churro guy. Yeah, he loves it. Take that however you want. Yeah. Now,
1: before we get off food and before we get to the Red Sox, I do want to cheer you up. I have a good friend who's a longtime listener, first time calling her. He said, I said, how do I cheer up Jared right now? We're about to go live on the podcast. He said, remind him that it's National Ice Cream Day.
2: Oh wow! Wow, is what there someone that wants to go get me an ice cream? Because I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll do it now. He's yeah. already yeah. eating a churro. He's blood drunk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I just went over there to go get like some candy. I'm a big. I, I love ice cream. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, but I, I, mean, you're in very
0: good shape. Like you don't look like us, so no, I wouldn't right. have assumed that. No, yeah. I.
2: I'm not a calorie counter over here. I'm just like, you know, if there's ice cream, let's eat it. But what are your thoughts on mint chocolate chip ice cream? Because I feel like people shame me for that being one of my favorite flavors, because they're like, oh, it's just toothpaste that's, that's, ice cream. You're wrong. It's that's, delicious. That's
1: that's some basic bitch shit right Thank there. You. I Thank don't want to well, cuss.
0: All right. As I said, there's children in the crowd. I didn't want I didn't see the children. I see the children. We today. apologize to the young ears Of all our ages. There's a baby in the audience. <laughs> but to say to my favorite
1: baby. ice cream flavor is mint chocolate chip is like saying my favorite coffee is
0: pumpkin spice. Mm. Which is on basic? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Dude, okay. mint, I'm I'm with you on this firmly. Okay. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip, one of my favorite flavors. Mm. I think people are just looking for. It's like when people make fun of Nickelback; they're just doing it because everyone else
2: does it. Correct. There's a
0: couple of good songs in there. There's more than a
2: couple. Damn, yeah, you know That's what? By the way, Nickelback, when uh, this was when the Angels were trying to break their losing streak, and they had uh, all of their walk-up songs were Nickelback songs. That's right. <laughs> I I went out on a limb because everyone was hating on it and I was like, excuse me, angry mob, but Nickelback has a ton of bangers and they tweeted me back, Oh, oh, yeah. I tweeted, by Nickelback? And on Instagram. Oh, my and God. And Yes. And they say
0: that a hero can save us. That's what I'm saying. His name Wait is Jerry Caron.
1: <laughs> is that the same people that, hey, hey, I want to be a rock star? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay, I like you, them. If I if like them ever a lot. Say,
0: now, a lot of people mix up Creed because it's the same sort of, like, guttural. Yes. Yes. Creed also
2: has some, some hits. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Human
0: Clay, one of the greatest album covers ever made. If you don't know it, look it up. It's terrifying. And wondrous all at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of terrifying and wondrous, unfortunately, we do have to talk about some of the baseball stuff that happened. We don't have to.
2: We don't. Uh, We can talk about anything else in the world. We'd like to hear a little bit about it.
0: You know, for anyone that may not have been here watching Jared's pain in person, the Red Sox, it didn't go well against the Yankees on Sunday. Chris Sale... Breaks his hand after, as Jared termed it, 1.1 starts back Mm -hmm. in after being injured, being a part of the hope coming off of what was a tough June for the Sox, to put it politely. So, Jared, going into all-star break now with what we saw happen today, what has this done for your outlook on the rest of the season for the Sox? See, this is
2: the worst time to ask me these questions because... Immediately, like, I'm always super negative and super reactionary. So, like, you're gonna ask me a question like that. I'm mean, gonna like, sell the team, trade everyone, <laughs> like, move the Red Sox to Las Vegas, like, get them out of the city. Like, I'm just angry. I'm angry and I'm, I'm emotional, emotionally reactive right now. So, I think, like, maybe in an hour or two, I'll be able to give some sound logic. But right th- now, I don't even want the baseball team in the city anymore.
1: I feel like the best takes come from a, a passionate mind.
2: Nah, I, I, I'm a big-time, like, self-hatred torpedo guy, so mm. you put me in a situation like this where I feel like we're really in trouble, I'm just going to be like, Let, let's, let's blow it up. I what? don't even like baseball anymore. Well, I was going to say, we were talking <laughs> over there, and
0: you were saying, and I'll be curious how this ages with you that the Red Sox went from, you know, about a month ago Firmly ahead in the wild card, a mm. team that was on an upward trajectory. Now, you think they could actually be sellers at the deadline here? Like, that's not out of the realm of possibility. That's
2: not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I mean, like, you because the deadline is now. You have a whole, I guess, what? Uh, it's the seventeenth. Yeah, yes. you've got like three weeks to go. Things could get much worse. I mean, they have still going into the All Star break have not won a series against an AL East opponent. Wow. Uh, you just lost your ace again. And yeah, the injuries keep piling up, and you keep. I mean, there's other teams, like the Baltimore Orioles, the Seattle Mariners. I believe are winning again right now. They're about to win 14 straight games. They, on,
0: they only know how to win. That's so, all they know.
2: Yeah, it's not good when when all the people that uh, you're hoping to get a wild card spot over are noticeably better than you right now.
0: All right. It's a do, it's a sobering dose of
2: reality here. I literally am about to change my career to cover golf instead. I don't even oh, like golf. I just, it can't hurt me.
0: I mean, the open was compelling today, and a guy with a mullet just won. So, and Who he's is trying that? to stuff beers. Uh,
2: Cameron Smith. Never heard of him.
0: Guy with a mullet, um, yep. as Emerson told me, moved to Jacksonville and not coincidentally, then started to develop the mustache and the mullet mm-hmm. as his preferred look. So, mm-hmm. people are talking about it. Mullets
2: you- are in, mullets are
0: back. Mullet's are very much back. I think I mean, that's yeah. safe to say. We talked about this the other day on the podcast. We talked with
2: Katie Nolan, who you know very well. By the way, she was just throwing jabs left and right. I listened to the whole thing and I was like, "Wait a second, well, Katie Nolan! Like, let's let's relax here for a second." She Ooh. she kept wanting to move on. I was like, "No, talk about me more." And she wanted <laughs> to keep. Oh yeah, you, went, you wanted. She's like enough sure you... about him, and I was like, "No, more, more." There's never enough about you for so us. I'm saying never enough.
0: Right. That being said, we did discuss a lot of major league hair.
2: Yes, Yes. Dansby Swanson came up, rightfully so. So, all right, I want to run this by you guys. I have dubbed Dansby Swanson the best hair in baseball. And every time that I say that, people will reply and be like, what about Jonathan India? What about Corbin Burns? I mean, just because it's longer doesn't mean that it's better. Length doesn't always mean that it's better Like people are saying, oh what about Noah Syndergaard If you take Noah Syndergaard's hat off Like he's kind of bald a little bit He looks like wow. uh, Okay, yeah. we don't use All that right, word yeah, on yeah. this I'm podcast sorry, I'm sorry. It's, We do not use that word some on this of us, podcast Some of us had a different power make that choice
0: for us right. In right. our late 20s, which was a tough time For it's that to happen, let me tell you, you chose their their choice, I, Jared. I could promise you I didn't And as someone with a father who When he is six feet deep That hairline will still not have moved Try doing a show in the morning with your now almost sixty-year-old father, who's got a hairline like a twenty-one-year-old. I promise, the comment section not a place you want to live. Jeez. Yeah, bald I'm sorry is beautiful though. Bald
2: is beautiful. It is. It's a yeah. good look. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so hurt. Says so bald me. people. Th- it's. Did you not see the video that I tweeted? You? I put the I put the bald filter on. I was like, I, don't, I saw I don't that. this. I'm not gonna I lie. It.
0: it messed me up a little bit because I thought for a second you had <laughs> lost a bet first or something. I said that. And I was I like, oh, like. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really weird when me and Jared show <laughs> up like Spider-Man pointing meme here because right. a couple of bald bearded tattooed white guys is right. kind of a lot for one podcast face. I didn't hate the look.
2: I no. mean it's not that I would just jump to it and be like, all right, let's let's do the bald thing. Yeah. But if God forbid, I had to shave my <laughs> head. Well you also have It wouldn't be so bad.
1: You can do it because you also have a full beard and a, tattoo, a sleeve right. they're a called, t- distractions. T- yeah. They're so called it's, distractions yeah it's mm-hmm. a accoutrement if you will I don't want it to make the same mistake that Katie made and I want to stay with you okay. because as we've uh, walked around this beautiful city uh, with you we've heard a lot of stay hot Rocket that's right Stay hot, Rocket. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rocket. Stay hot all day. Now I want to uh, give the chance for the Gojo audience for you to illuminate them on how you got the nickname Rocket. How how people around baseball encourage you to stay hot.
2: Do you uh, do you want the real story or the fake story?
1: Uh, I think we have time for both.
2: Yeah, the real real.
1: Give us the real story. The real yes. story. Let's end with the fake one though.
2: All right. The, yeah. Well, the come back real to that. story. Uh, so Dallas Braden does "Baseball Is Dead" with me, and he did the old show with me since. 2017. It's like our sixth season doing it. And if you don't know, Dallas Braden, first of all, he looks like Animal from the Muppets. Yes. Great character. But once upon a time, he played Major League Baseball, and he threw a perfect (laughs) game on Mother's Day for the Oakland Athletics. Um, So he used to do a a serious XM radio show, and I would come on as a guest all the time. And Dallas, very straight, serious guy. Like, he loves his baseball, but sometimes it's just not the time for jokes. And we're talking, and he, I forget who he had on as a guest, and it was him talking to some other former player, and they're trying to, you know, talk about their uh, major league experiences together. And I knew that it would irritate Dallas, and I was trying to compare my high school accomplishments to their big league accomplishments. So they were talking yes. about, like, the no-hitter mentality, like, you know, when did you know, like, when did you first realize that you had, like, a perfect game going blah, blah, blah. So this is actually true. I, I threw a no hitter for Babe Ruth All Stars, pretty big deal. Six five zero four. Never Talk forget that. Em. Thirteen wow. strikeouts. Um, last last out was a strikeout too. Hammer oh. curveball.
1: How many people oh. in attendance?
2: Thousands. Damn. Probably thousands. thousands. Wow. Um, so uh, you know they're talking about like the mentality of like you know when did how did you bear down for a no hitter perfect game? And I was like, dude, I can totally relate to that man. Like I. <laughs> Yes. like back when I used to pitch like in high school, you know, they, they would call me the Saugus Rocket. And uh, part of the story was true. Like when they would – so the way that – say, say this is home plate, right? And then you have like the third base line going this way. Uh-huh. So the parking was like the headlights, the cars would park this way up against the fences. Mm-hmm. And they would put the K cards on the windshields. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah. So I thought that was that cool. That was cool. And as I'm telling Dallas this, they're no selling this story no laughs no no like that's cool and I was like alright Th- they used to call me the Sockers Rocket too they didn't I made that up <laughs> I made that up but that's you were trying K to find card, a,
1: a good it, a good punchline for it for the they, end of the story. If
2: they had just acknowledged how cool the K cards thing was, yeah. then that nickname probably never comes to light. But so, I thanks, had to so m-
0: thankfully they were bad teammates though?
2: Thank God. No, I'm saying Dallas. I know, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Dallas was uh, not a yeah, good yeah, teammate. There. Yeah, yeah. He totally no-sold so that. Now you got this nickname. Correct. Wow. Self appointed. Like Black Mamba. That's, like Black Mamba. That is yeah. true.
0: One yeah. of the very few self appointed nicknames that actually Stuck.
2: Yeah. And it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, out of all the things that you could be called, like imagine like going on like a date to Fenway and it's like, she's, she's just hanging out with you for the first time. You're walking around the concourse. and Everyone's like, what's up, rocket? And you're like, what's up guys? I mean, How are you guys doing? You doing all right? Yeah. Why do they call you rocket? I'll tell you later, babe. Oh, wow. Tell you later, babe. Anyone else just get chills, or is that
1: Something just me? I mean, yeah I, yeah. I think he just described how I felt when somebody was screaming Rocket at him. I was like,
0: ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I'm with the
1: Rocket
2: yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Totally made up. A lot of power
0: right there. Well, and I mean, that kind of power, like, you You had. A, you told us a story before about your meeting with Aaron Judge. Correct. As we talk about the Yankees today here. Yeah. I need you to retell that one, because you have ascended to a place now where you are not only a man of the people, but a man of the stars, and you had to dish out a little bit of a reminder.
2: Yeah, I had to, I had to check Aaron for a second. Yeah, so I, first of all, speaking of Aaron's, that, that meeting started because I was talking to my, my close personal friend, Aaron Boone, manager of the New York Yankees. We've um, heard. We've heard of him. So we were at batting practice, and uh, you know, I talking to Aaron, asked him, how's the ticker? Because remember, he had the, the oh, heart yes. surgery. I haven't, haven't talked to him. Um, got the chance to catch up with him. We're talking about Clay Holmes, the new closer, of the Yankees. And I'm talking, yeah, this guy's got turbo sinkers. He's throwing 99. You can't touch it. And then this guy, Aaron Judge, decides to walk up and interrupt this conversation. Rude. First of all, I'm like, excuse me, sir. I'm talking to Aaron Boone right now. Like, I get it. You're excited. You want to you wanna <laughs> hang out? You want to talk? That's fine. Wait your damn turn. Okay. Wow. So wow. Then, then this guy has the gall. Aaron Judge, he's like, excuse me, he calls me Mr. Rocket. I was was like, okay, he's like, excuse me, Mr. Rocket. He's like, "Uh, I know this, I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but I'd love to, can I take a picture with you? And I looked at him in the face and I said, Aaron, I'm working right now. Like, would I, Would do I have the audacity to walk up to you when you're in the batter's box trying to get a base hit, hit a home run and ask you for a picture? And he said, you're right, Mr. Rocket, that's tremendous perspective that you just bestowed upon me. Uh, He apologized, and and he walked away, and that was it. There's a certain level
1: of professionalism you brought to batting practice that Aaron Judge— Forgot. Just didn't
2: have it that day. He just didn't have it that day. And I mean,
0: you still you had called him. You said he's the face of Major League Baseball right now, according to you. That was the take. I. I, You know what?
2: Did you say that? I said that. That was the take.
0: I heard you talking to our good friend Emerson Latzia on the show. You said Aaron Judge. That was your hot take. Was the face of Major League Baseball? There's a lot of Yankees fans in the crowd right now who Mm want to know: Are you you
2: still standing by? Are there any Yankee fans here? Uh, there's a couple. (laughs) The crowd roars. Yeah, Yeah, there's a there's a large woo here. There's a couple. Yeah. How's, how's Duke doing? <laughs> Relax. They're also Notre Sorry. Dame
0: fans. We need them to be happy, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I really did shake. We sh- I shook his hand. Aaron Judge came up. Sugar still still for you the face of baseball though That's the take you're going to run with still So he was the number one vote getter For the all-star game Which is we're here now And uh, I, I thought that that was appropriate Given the season that he's had individually uh, The team that he's on this year What they're doing it made a lot of sense But so I was watching uh, This is what I do on like trips like these I don't go out I don't like Go to like clubs or bars. I just watch YouTube videos in my <laughs> hotel room. So I was watching a Shohei Otani YouTube video last night while well, everyone was out having a good time. And I guess like the top 10 most rewatched clips of last year were all Shohei Otani. Just like everyone, like no one can get enough of the guy. Like he's well, international. But- like I mean, domestic. we heard that
0: stat the other day when he went to the Marlins. They had an uptick, but like, what, 11,000 or 19,000 more fans than their normal their attendance. Their average
2: attendance was like 7,000, and I, I believe they were got, they got between like eighteen and 19,000 people there. Yeah.
1: Show babes. Show babes different.
2: He's the real deal. But yeah. I also found out, this is really cool, back in his hometown in Japan, so he wears the number 17, the 17th of Every month stop is Shohei Ohtani Day in, wow. his, in his hometown. He, Shohei Day. He has his own day once a month. That's star power. Every 17th. Yeah. Huh.
0: In Japan. That's more you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you could bring that to the States, and I would happily adopt it. He is a joy to watch. But who's, who's,
1: who's, who's, who's worth that? No, who in baseball is worth that?
0: Ooh. Who in baseball, if you could give them their own day every, every day? day of the month, every once a month. If you could give one player their own day as a holiday, who would it be?
2: Barry Bonds. Oh, wow. Yeah. By the way. Thank you.
0: A congratulations are in order here. Thank you. Yes. Jared Carabas got the follow back from Barry Bonds, and... Finally. Like, if, if you on don't Instagram, know, on Instagram. can you explain to them just how much work went into this moment for you? Because this wasn't something that happened flippantly. This was years of hard work that you put in. Literally
2: years. So uh, I, I've always wanted to know. And I still, I mean, just because he follows me, I, I haven't gotten the whole backstory. But I want to say this started in 2017. Every time Barry Bonds posted a picture on Instagram, I would comment in 10 seconds and say, you the man, Barry. And I did that on every <laughs> single picture he posted for five years.
1: Dedication. We don't know really, dedication. Go look at anymore. his Instagram right now.
2: You the man Barry, in all caps, on every single all picture caps? that he posts, all caps. Within That's 11 seconds, I had his post notifications on. So I would try to get the comment <laughs> between 10 and 20 seconds, no more than that. Okay. You the man Barry. And for five years, he never commented back. He never even liked my comment. Nothing, and then one day, last Sunday, uh, I was with I was with Jake at my apartment. We were about to record, and I just looked at my phone and I gasped. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> They're like, what, dude? What happened? Like they thought something bad happened. I was like, I couldn't speak, and then I ended up taking a screenshot of. It. I was like, I can't. I need to type this with my fingers. I can't verbally demonstrate what just happened. Like I don't think that you'll. It's almost like you wanted to tell your friends something cool, but like you don't trust that they'll have a proper reaction to right. it. Oh, it's like, like when you, if you're not gonna cry, yeah. I'm not telling yes. you, dude. Right? It's like
0: when you play a song that you like for someone, and they're scrolling their phone and right, right. Yeah.
2: devastating yeah, like, like if you're not about to be on the verge of tears, I'm not telling it, you right now. Yeah, it's like, different don't ruin reading, the
1: reading information than it is hearing it. You're going, kind of like, oh, you have to sit with it. A yeah. Little.
2: Do not undermine what just happened in my life. Right. Um. So Barry followed me on Instagram, and my theory is that uh, we did a DraftKings commercial that ran during Sunday Night Baseball, Red Sox-Yankees. Ooh,
1: okay. So
2: my theory is that he was just sitting at home watching Sunday Night Baseball, and he was like, you know what? I think that's that, that dude that keeps commenting on every single one of my pictures. He I put think it that's together it. right there. Yeah, I think he just thought I was a crazy person. And he was like, wait a second, that's the guy. <laughs> and then he looked at my Instagram finally for the first time in five years. Uh, crazy that he never blocked me. Like that is true. Or well, not here. someone to acknowledge in his
0: camp, because I yeah. figured there probably are a fair amount of people associated with running a guy like Barry Bonds's social media. Yeah,
2: but Barry yeah. Barry, it's not Barry doesn't seem like he see- has a ton of followers though. He's got like hundred and twenty k or something like that.
1: That's, Very that, approachable, yeah, that's surprising. Yeah,
2: like he sees it.
1: He doesn't seem like He's, a blocker he, type. He though. He sees
3: it. Yeah, he doesn't
1: seem like he would. he would, uh, Another theory, alternate theory. What if he just follows people from commercials? Like this first time he followed Frank Thomas. Maybe he was loves on an Extend's commercial and he was like, Oh look. <laughs> Frank Thomas.
2: That is true. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but I'm dying to know the story. Like, I want to know, like, dude, you let me comment on every picture you posted for half a decade. And you you just let it sit out there. You never said a word to me. You just made me feel like I was a ghost to you. And then, boom, you made my life.
0: I really want personally for you to get the story why... I think the greatest story for us would be for you to never find out, though. Yeah. For it yes. to just exist in the ether. Right.
1: Yes. And See, that's, n- a, I was, that's a message to the kids that left. Uh, I cursed and all the kids yeah, left. Yeah, you did <laughs> scare they away. Did, they, uh, they ran yeah, out like of here. 16 but 16 portion. Don't give up.
2: Don't give up. Yeah. If all else fails, comment on their picture Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. Again. <laughs> Become become a shit poster. Right. <laughs>
0: that that I could promise you yeah. is the pathway. So now to like here. I'm kind
2: of in a position where it's like, all right, now that he followed me, he hasn't posted since then. If he posts again, do is the job done or do I keep doing it?
1: Uh DMs wow. now, right? DMs? Ooh.
2: So so I DM'd him during the pandemic in 2020 and he just read it on Sunday. So that it's is, like, that's the cruelest part about DMs is they have the
0: raid receipts on there. Yeah. Which I believe if you've got read receipts on your cell phone right now, you really are trying to attack your loved ones. <laughs> That's a terrifying move, and I can't support it mm-hmm. in general. I don't know if you're a read receipts guy or not. No, I'm no, I'm no receipts. All right, there we go. Yeah, no the, receipts. Way, the way it should be, but yeah. social media takes that, cha- takes that away from you. So. I agree. It's terrible.
2: So you know he read it, though, which is good. I know he read my message from two years ago.
0: Contact has been made. <laughs> yeah.
2: Contact has been made. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I would do. By the way, like, I've got two white whales left. Ooh. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. And when I came to DraftKings, Roger Clemens responded to, like, the announcement video. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Clemens But didn't follow back No he did Oh
0: he did Okay all right, There we go The OG The the real rocket
1: So your white whale is to What get him on the podcast Yes Okay There we go I would say you already You already got contact With the white whales That's what I'm saying Yeah Guy hooks
0: in I just gotta reel him Back into the boat We're knocking on the door Right now Reel him back into the boat Mm -hmm. Yeah Growing up playing sports, I learned really quickly that how you do the little things is how you're going to do everything. That's why coaches always harped on us about having our hand behind the line on sprints or picking up our locker because that was going to directly translate to critical moments on the field, making sure we're lined up right, taking the right steps so we can go out there and execute and win ball games. Small actions can have big benefits, just like how taking care of your gut can support your entire body's health. That's where our friends at Seed come into play. Seed's dso one Daily Symbiotic is going to benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I just got my welcome kit and started taking Seed's dso one myself and I'm loving it. I love the convenience of being able to have it in the cabinet with my other supplements because you don't need to worry about refrigerating it and I love the free travel vial that comes along with it. I'm constantly on the road and so being able to take dso one with me on the go is huge for my lifestyle here. I'll tell you what else I love is the fact that it's backed by science. DSO-1 was developed in collaboration with Seed scientific board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome and with new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, Seed's probiotic research development and innovation programs make DSO-1 a product you can trust and it's great in convenience too. Probiotics and prebiotics work best when they're used consistently just like any other routine health habit and Seed's subscription service is going to easily help build DSO-1 into your routine again with no refrigeration required. So, Trust your gut with seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Gojo and use code 25 Gojo to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Gojo, code 25 Gojo. All right. Well, Jared. We appreciate your time. We're going to let you go cool off after this entire Red Sox ordeal. On the way out, I do just want to ask you, big picture, coming out of the all-star break, give me two things you're most excited about down the back stretch of the season. Two teams, players.
2: What are you most looking forward to coming out of the all-star break this weekend? Two things. Two. Number one, my close personal friend Aaron Judge. I want to see if he can pass uh, Roger Maris, 61. I want to see if he can hit 62 home runs. I think he's at 33 right now. I don't know why I'm looking at 33? 33 33 He's at 33 If he can hit 62 I want to see that The other thing America's team Our Seattle Mariners mm. Can they get back To the postseason Talk about for it For the first time Since 2001 They're about to win Their 14th consecutive game I believe that Ties a franchise record Or might Ties it it. I don't know why you're the, like the stat guy right now. I'm just, it's good to have a stat guy. Just a yeah. quick
0: stat point. Guy? Yeah. It's a great system, though. Point, yeah. the yeah. up. Yeah. I mean,
2: you could just be lying, and I'm just like, I just need a little bit of conviction, <laughs> right. and I'll go with anything that you say. Uh, yeah, so the Seattle Mariners, if they get to the playoffs, I, I've never been. It's the All-Star game next year. Yes. They're in Seattle next year for the All-Star game. I don't want my first time uh, at Safeco to be the All-Star game. I want it to be a playoff game. Ooh. That's what I want. So, Chills. Yeah. Definitely. All right. I'm make I that happen the if rise they get of J. Rod starts this weekend. Starts. Starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow in the home run derby. Uh, he's the dark horse. I love the pick. I'm still going Kyle from Waltham, Kyle Schwarber. But if if Kyle doesn't make it, J. Rod has my full support.
0: Guys, you can catch all of that. Baseball is dead. The Jared Carabas podcast. Round of applause from everybody here. Jared Carabas battling through. Listen.
1: Gojo's the only place we'll have a baseball expert on and not ask about Juan Santo. Mm. My God.
0: That ball is hammered to center. Back toward that wall and out of here. Juan Soto with a two-run first inning homer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Being good enough at anything to say no
2: to $440 million. Pretty good place, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're good at something, it's uh, 440 I think, by the way, he's not saying no to the money. He's saying no to D.C. Mm, it's okay. not a good time over there. Like, yes. you go see the monuments, like, what else is there to do? You know? Have you ever been to D.C.? I have been to D.C., and you are correct. Yeah, like, you go see the monuments once, that's about it, really? Like... You think he's moved before the deadline? I don't think so. That's that that trade package is is going to be so astronomical. And he's worth it, but what it would cost to acquire him, I don't know that any team is just forking that over. Got it, yeah? Yeah. Makes makes sense, but like Brandon
0: said, gotta ask the question.
2: Yeah, gotta ask the question. 440 million. Slap in the face offer. Smell you. Yeah. We're
0: a half a billion dollar family up here. Hard Thank pass. you very much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> My God. How dare you.
0: <laughs> Jared, we appreciate the time, Thank. man. Thanks for having me. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. But we are not done, folks, because we are in Los Angeles. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this LeBron James dude, but apparently he's kind of important around here. And uh, that's why we want to bring up our next guest, because yesterday was sort of wild. It was one of those days that was like very cool grassroots moment here. For anyone that's unaware, the Drew League that's played out here, the best pro-am basketball league there is in the country here, extremely well-known in a place where we had not seen LeBron James since 2011. And all of a sudden, we started seeing these reports that Kyrie Irving and LeBron James were going to be out playing at the Drew League the other day. And all of a sudden... The person I felt worse for in the world was that poor cameraman trying to document this at the Drew League. Because that man's not paid a lot of money, I'd imagine. He's probably doing this on the side and used to it just being the people there. And instead, he had to document what might still be the greatest basketball player in the world trying to go about his business in a crowded gym. And so, thankfully, we got a voice to help us digest this one. My brother. Yes, this is another one. This is a podcast about teammates. For anyone that's new here, I was teammates with Brandon Newman at Notre Dame. We played college football there together. We have known each other since we were 17-year-olds. So it's been quite some time. Brandon and Darnell also have a teammate background here, Brandon. Yes.
1: While I took my talents to Muncie, Indiana for my fifth year at, at Notre Dame, while Mike, I sure, think sure. he played in a national championship game against Alabama. They got their ass beat. We don't
0: need to talk about the final
1: score, please. <laughs> Listen, please, I was, I, I was a starting fifth-year nose and then a... A bustling freshman starting, well, he played, from (laughs) Warren Central, Indiana. Mm. You guys know that's a powerhouse. Darnell Smith was a three technique uh, playing right alongside me, my brother. And now he's out here in L.A. working for Fox Sports, hosting the Drew League, doing everything. So I was on the plane headed here, saw all the stuff about LeBron, and I said, Darnell, I need you to pull up and talk about LeBron, King James, please. We saw our first Lakers game together, actually. Yes, we did. And and Staples Center really should be called. Uh, Darnell, I'll stop talking and let you speak.
3: (laughs) What's up, guys, man? I'm excited to be here, man. How y'all doing? We're doing great, man. We (laughs)
1: appreciate you giving
0: us some time here. Of course. And so you were in the gym for this. Yes, I was there live. So... How much in advance did you know? Like, Because we all saw this start to happen on social media. McMenamin and those guys are all reporting on it. How early on did you know LeBron was actually going to be in the gym?
3: I, I found out about two hours prior to the, the tweet getting released. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm plugged in at the Drew League. So I got a call. They were like, hey, Darnell, um, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, I got some plans going on, you know, some, some double date. You know, we're going to go to the beach with the wife and hang out. What's going on? They're like, well, you might have to change your plans because... LeBron James is coming to the Drew League. So at first, the only message I got was that he's coming to the Drew League. Right. We didn't know he was playing. I thought he was coming as a fan just to kind of support the league. So then, like, 30 minutes later, the same person sent me a text. Like, actually, LeBron is playing in the Drew League. So mm. that changed That's everything. Different. I had to change plans. I had to move things around. Did you change outfits? I changed outfits. Yes. You got to change outfits. Everything. LeBron I had the go on the feet. Man, oh yeah, LeBron's on the field. Had LeBron's oh, on. Oh sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> I know they're heavy. They were heavy. They were heavy. Especially when you're standing up the entire game. Yeah, oh, that's the God. official shoe
0: of Clydesdales
3: for sure. So
0: <laughs> understand uh-huh. that one. So that changed the outfit, changed everything up here, yeah. and for the gym, because again, this is an extremely pop- popular pro am league, like yeah. biggest in the country. Always going to have a lot of fanfare. Walking into the gym that day, how much more ramped up was that energy even than what you normally get?
3: Listen, this was the most, uh, the craziest day in the Drew League since I've been out here in LA. I'm telling you, there were literally not, there was not an inch of space to stand, to sit. Everybody in LA, it felt like, came out to the gym to see LeBron. I mean, I, it's funny, I pulled up right when LeBron actually pulled up, so I, obviously, they, you know, he comes through the, through the back, in you, know, you know, black van, tinted windows. People know this is LeBron. So you got fans trying to chase the van and pull their phones out just to capture uh, some moment of him getting out the car. So he gets out. The fans who are outside of the school, they're screaming. They're going wild. Um, you know, LeBron goes in there. He changes, puts on his uh, jersey. And then, so th- th- this is a- another thing that we didn't know. We didn't know he was going to play with DeMar DeRozan. We thought yes. they were going to play against each other. Oh, yeah. Yes. So once they are on the same team, we're like, oh, it's a wrap. Right. Like, there's, there's no way they're going to lose. Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. You had
0: them versus Beef Jesus wearing twenty-three <laughs> in black on the other side. Yes. There was a point guard who looked like he was about my height and weight on the yeah. other side. There, who was actually low-key nice, but he wasn't Demar Derozan and LeBron James. so yes. I felt a little bad for them.
1: Well, I do want to stay on Demar Derozan because you interviewed him for the Drew League last week. I did. Right now, after speaking to him, would you agree that he wants to come to Los Angeles and play with LeBron James? Do you want? Uh, okay, I, I, let me rephrase the question. <laughs> Uh uh After speaking Uh to DeMar DeRozan, doing journalism, would you say that he would like to bring his talents to Los Angeles?
3: I, after speaking with DeMar DeRozan, I would say that he wouldn't be opposed to it. Obviously, he loves L.A. He's from Compton. He's been playing in the Drew since He was 14 years old. So, I mean, L.A. means everything to him. So, if he had the opportunity to come play for his hometown, his home city, alongside LeBron, yes, I believe DeMar would definitely do it.
0: And see, this always—everything I look at with LeBron James, I look at through the lens of someone who's always actively Cruton. Right. Like, we remember those pictures of him at the All-Star game with Steph Curry where they're laughing and slapping each other's (laughs) backs, and then we hear all those rumors about how maybe Steph would be lured away from Golden State. Boy, did that take age terribly. I don't know who would have said that out loud. Right. But um, <laughs> So, I mean, LeBron James and DeMar DeRozan out there putting in work. And LeBron ends up as the player of the game in this one. He goes 42 for points. 42-16 with four steals in the middle of that one. I appreciate Skip Bayless' commitment to Hayton because yes. he brought up the fact that LeBron was 2 of 13 from 3 right. on Twitter and said that that was still a very LeBron-esque <laughs> performance. Right, so, right. with all that, the guy's playing against LeBron James. So, I did a stint in um, the offseason program with the New Orleans Saints when Drew Brees is the quarterback there. And the most afraid I was every single day was going out to pre-practice because we would do snaps with the quarterbacks. And I'm a third, fourth-string guy, so I'm snapping normally to the third and fourth-string quarterbacks. But just in case guys get injured during practice, however the rotation works out, you always got to take a couple snaps with each quarterback. And I held my breath during those three snaps with Drew every single day. <laughs> I can only imagine. Like, I must have hit myself in the you-know-what so many times just trying to make sure that I didn't break one of his finger fingers because I'm like, I'm trying to make this roster and if I break Drew Brees' finger, no. they are going to cut me within minutes. They mm-hmm. won't wait till the end of practice. They won't wait till cut day. They'll cut me then and there. So right. were people, like, getting out of the way for LeBron on this one? Were there people trying to make sure they weren't the person in Southern California to hurt
3: LeBron James? Oh, uh, 100%. Especially early on, like, LeBron touched the ball pretty much every single play in the first half. You know what I mean? And people on the the defensive side, like, don't get me wrong, they were definitely competing, but I would say it picked up as the game went. Early on, as you stated, like, the the opposing team, they were kind of like, man, listen, I don't want to be the one that messes him up or or makes, you know, does anything wrong for LeBron? Because you got to think, everyone was there. Bleacher Report, ESPN, like, everybody was there covering. So, like, if you are the one to to mess with LeBron in any kind of way – it's going to be a bad look, and everyone's going to see it. So, yeah, early on it was like that, but I will say this. As the game got going, it definitely starts to get really intense. There's a clip out there that I saw a lot with DeMar DeRozan arguing, like, really getting into it with one of the opposing uh, players from the Drew League. Like, they're they're pushing each other. The guy's clearly fouling them, but at the Drew League, you know, they let them play a little bit. Um, so, DeMar's not getting the call, and, nah, it was it was an intense environment. And surprisingly enough, it was a close game, It went down to the wire. Right, like, they almost lost. Right. Well, I <laughs> wanted to ask
1: about that. This this other team in the Drew League, they're playing against yeah. the cheaters, yeah. LeBron James and and uh, Demar Derozan. Yeah. Obviously, we know cheaters win just by margin uh, always. Uh, but were anyone on that other team? Do you think they're like telling their kids about this later on in life? Like, I oh, play yes. with LeBron James. Or are they going to say like, I almost busted his ass? Like, we almost beat LeBron. Like, like, what was the energy for the people playing against LeBron?
3: Oh, uh, they're definitely. Oh, send the ladder. We almost bust his ass. We almost because you got the, the guy. I can't remember his name, but the guy that was guarding LeBron from majority of the game, he was getting cooked. So I'm the gonna ball be real. Dude, the ball dude. He was been getting zooming cooked. in on his eyes on Instagram all weekend long. But in his defense, I will say the media didn't fully cover it. He was hooping as well on the offensive side. Now I'm not gonna say now LeBron wasn't out there playing like the best defense. He was kind of saving his energy on the offensive end, as we expect. As um, LeBron does, right? <laughs> exactly. Especially when the games don't matter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but now nah, he was hooping on the offensive side. I think he had around twenty points as well. And every time he scored, he's looking in the crowd. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you see it. You see it. And LeBron's just like giving him the look it's like almost every time he scores lebron would call for the ice so i'm like ah you didn't mess up you You didn't mess up i'm sorry
0: but it is your duty as a human being if you get anything over lebron in that game to gas that up for the rest of your life you mentioned that national championship i'm gonna lie to my kids about the final score of that with the swiftness (laughs) if you told me i played against lebron james i'd be telling people i dunked on him go and find the tape i dare you by the way do you know the cameraman of the drew
3: league we had, well, it was a lot of them there. It was I a mean, lot whoever of Whoever had the feed
0: that was going out over the NBA app. I felt bad for that man because oh, he was man. given a job that was certainly outside of what he expected going into that day.
3: Oh, 100%. Like, like I told you guys before, there were literally, like, it was not an inch of space there to, to shoot this. And, like, the cameraman were trying to squat down on one knee, lay to the side. They're trying to find any way to get any sort of angle of right. the actual game because there was no space at all. It was a standing room only. I stood up the entire time with those heavy-ass LeBrons on. My feet was hurting. <laughs> I, my beautiful wife, I had to ask her to rub my feet at the at the end of the day. A duty that I know she hey. didn't want to do. Wow! shout out wives uh, shout out to the wives man we need y'all we love well, y'all okay let me do this
1: so you, <laughs> yeah. you you've been bruised on the ground in la for a very long time yes. your boy gojo just moved here a couple months ago but he stays on, he stays on Appreciate the road I'll, I'll give you his uh, address uh you can pop up on him um but in your opinion why does lebron james do this why now after that season like after t- what 2011, yes. like why now going into year 20, to should LeBron gas-, gas up L.A. in this way?
3: I think, you know, after last season, Lakers missing the playoffs. There's a lot of negativity going against the Lakers, especially even this offseason as well, as far as like they haven't really made any major moves. So, you know, the way things are looking right now, it doesn't feel like the Lakers are going to be a top contender. We'll see, obviously, as the season progresses. But I really think LeBron is trying to just use it as a way to connect more with the community. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it is year 20, but he's only been with the legs. What Was what, what this year Year four now? This should be year four. Oh, year no, this, four. Is, this
1: should be year five. Is, no. No. is he going, going into year five? No?
0: They missed the play. They uh, oh, missed okay. the, oh, yeah. the first yes. year. Yes. Pandemic year, the second year. 2021 last year, so this would be. Fun. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah and he's in
1: Brentwood, so he kind of removed from the
3: community, quote unquote. <laughs> no, but no, good point. I mean, good point. So you pull up to, you know, the King Drew. That's right there between Compton and Watts. Like you're, you're in the, you're in the middle of it. So I just think he wants to really pull up and, and kind of get that, that, that connection with, with the people, with the city, in um, and, and hopes to really, you know, bring on more support going into year 20.
0: I think it's fascinating just the idea that, like you said, because why would LeBron James do this? But what he ended up giving people on the back end was the experience of a lifetime. Oh, yes. Whether
3: you were a person that
0: played against him, you were a person in that gym, like... I'm trying to think of another example in sports where you could have one of the greatest players to ever do it go in an environment like this. Like I think it's very unique to basketball to have a space where that's even possible. Absolutely. Because like you couldn't have Ray Lewis run up on somebody. (laughs) Go kill some kids. I shouldn't use that word. I shouldn't use that word. I shouldn't use that word. Hit
1: people very hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But like I said, like there is I I can't think of another sport where you'd have an opportunity to potentially square up face-to-face with someone who's in the conversation for the greatest of all time. I think
3: the closest example that I could think of was probably Brandon Newman, when he came to Ball State playing mm, yeah. against, I think it was Central <laughs> Michigan. There's a famous clip, you can find it on YouTube. He gives this, this infamous, this speech was amazing. I can't remember what he said, but he's in tears. He's throwing, he's fist pumping. You meant, he, yeah. he, he had all of us crying. Was it Central Michigan, Brandon? No,
1: that was Toledo. We beat a ranked Toledo on election night. Yeah. And actually your dad gave me a shout out before the game. Somebody texted me It was like, uh make sure to watch Ball State against Tol- uh, ranked uh rank Toledo <laughs> election night after you get done watching the election. Brandon Newman, starting nose guard. So shouts out to your dad. Shout there out we go, to- man. Yeah. All right, getting the crowd hyped. <laughs> right. Now when he's talking about he's he's mixing up plays, cause in central <laughs> Michigan, I did a little nose around on Matt uh, Matt Fisher, who's the number one uh, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher. Yeah. On Eric Fisher, he went first round, you I did a little stunt on him, work. sack. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple picks and like, whatever. You know, I balled that while I was at Ball State. You know, that's what you what you do. But yeah. you, oh, speaking of that, do you think Ball State will leave the MAC? Will
0: leave the MAC. <laughs> deep it's This balls, is where? Deep, deep cut right here. Compre- I was gonna say, is everyone in Southern California here? I don't know if we have any USC or UCLA fans. Welcome to Big Ten Country. Yes. You can now put ranch dressing on everything. Yes. I know you think welcome. No, Mike, certainly you don't mean everything. I promise you, you can put it
3: on everything.
0: You can try I have it. been mid I have been Midwestern at heart for a long time yes. now. You can go ahead and throw that into the arteries. It feels good.
3: Yes, yeah. I put ranch on everything.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. 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 We had a from the crowd. the that that favorite fan right there. I don't know how many of us heard,
3: but oh my god, I didn't. Oh my god, I, I didn't either. But no. I love I love the energy. I loved, yeah Yeah, that, and now he That gone. is
0: that is some great energy here. That is the kind of great energy that you guys can catch out calling Drew League games. All the time, yes. not just some of the time here. Check, as well darn, as the Porch Podcast. Yes. Please check that one out. Check download, out. subscribe, rate, and review. Darnell, we appreciate you coming up here and uh, taking us inside what was the most important gym in the country
3: yesterday. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it, man. Have me back on, man, anytime. You in LA, let's grab a bite to eat. There we go. John. We're going to make it happen.
0: Okay. Yes, sir. Darnell Smith, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. So saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code GOLID. Only on the DK Horse app. We've gotten through the guests here. Yes. So you know what time it is now.
1: What it is is, what it was.
0: Brandon, what? you know what time it is now. Don't do that. Right Not right now. No, Brandon, right now. Right now? Right now. Hey, hey, this, that, and third. Wow. Was that, okay, was that Rockstar by Nickelback? I tried to, try to just because we talked about it earlier. Yeah. And
1: I wasn't prepared for this so to do.
0: Brandon put me on game a while back. Every once in a while, some cultural differences will pop up between the two of us, and I will have to explain some words to me. And Brandon, when we were getting ready to do this show, kind of explain how we got here. I said
1: basically enlisting things, often Caucasians, people from the Caucasus Mountains, will say this, that, and the other, or this, this, that, and what, I don't know what it is. In a matter of fact. And a matter of fact, well, usually, sometimes African Americans usually say this, that, and the third. It's very, rose it rolls off the tongue, they're talking about things, this, that, and the third. So we made our segment kind of recapping the, the accoutrement in the news cycle, this, that, and the third.
0: I can say, it's like the side dishes around the main course. on the Amen. Here.
1: Sweet Finish potatoes, you know, all the, all the things you love in same, in, uh, at Thanksgiving.
0: All right, well, Brandon, now that we have that out of the way, and now that you gave us, I try and challenge Brandon to sing a different song or find a different way to open it every time here. Yeah. He peaked with Papa Roach the other day. I, I think did. people are still going to want that one. But Nickelback, for this audience, very appropriate. Yes. Uh, Brandon, let's get to this uh, first. Uh, We had the Open going on in the world of golf, and Cameron Smith came back and beat Rory McIlroy. That is not the story to me. The story is the quote that he gave after the fact, which is Cam Smith, when asked about winning and what that meant to him, said, I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing. And I know we only associate this usually with the Stanley (laughs) Cup and that trophy. But, Brandon, I feel like that should be more of the focus for every trophy in sports is to make it an appropriate receptacle for beer because then you have more pictures of it, you get it all out there. You couldn't put that in the crystal ball in college football. You can't drink beer out of That's Lombardi, true. which makes them lesser trophies.
1: That's tr- okay. Okay. I say every every trophy that is above amateur, let's see how much beer we can put in it.
0: Yes. I feel uh, like is that fair? You should be able to drink or eat out of it here because, again, you want there to be a story associated with your trophy. But
1: also, that trophy isn't that big. Like, maybe he can eyeball that. That's like two and a half, two and a half beers. That is up.
0: true. But, you know, again, maybe, maybe you go over the top here. Maybe you start to upgrade this, uh, the trophy once people get a little more taste of that. But mm. that being said, congratulations no to Cameron Smith, who, as was pointed out by DraftKings' very own Emerson Latzia, went to Jacksonville and then immediately started growing a mullet. He couldn't stop doing it. It just happened naturally. So Sometimes you
1: got to do what the Romans do.
0: When in Rome. Brandon, let's get to that. Um, Because, man, we love on this podcast dunking on the NCAA when they do dumb stuff. Love it. And uh, the NCAA decided to do dumb stuff again. Coming off of what had been an exciting, like, college baseball and college softball are a blast to watch. If you haven't checked them out, it's an awesome TV product. I say that especially this year because Notre Dame managed to make it to Omaha. Yes. So shout out to them on that one. Tennessee
1: and SEC doing big things.
0: Well, and that's where Tennessee comes into the crosshairs because the NCAA had a meeting. And one of the items that came up in their meeting Was that starting in the 2023 season Celebratory props Would not be allowed to use outside Of the dugout Now if you watch Tennessee and some other teams in here They had in a season where they hit 158 home runs They would have a cheetah fur coat And a daddy hat for whoever hit that to celebrate They would go there and style on them After they hit that home run And the NCAA looking at fun being had by young people Thought no we gotta stop this now So uh Brandon, at this point, I almost respect their complete lack of ability to learn or change despite being a governing body for institutions of higher learning. Like, I almost have to respect how tone deaf they are now.
1: Yeah, I almost respect the consistency of uh, them constantly trying to suck the fun out of every inch of the game. Even the ones that they don't have rules about, like, oh, let's make a quick bylaw to, to, to make sure that as we had a chirp from the crowd, Fun Police is on full, is on full alert right now.
0: I'm telling you, all I say is this. If they come for any of the sideline things, like the turnover chain, we got turnover chainsaws now in college football. If they come for any of that, that might be what finally unites us enough to revolt and break away the power five and do that whole thing. We might be ready.
1: I hope it's not the silly trophies that does it. I hope it's something more, more meaningful. No,
0: it, listen. College football and college sports in general are a place for us to be really dumb. That is the perfect play to do it. But Brandon... Let's get to the third here, because the third might be my favorite story related to college sports to come out of the last week. Did you see the Walker Hayes song that got Internet shamed into oblivion by the SEC and their fans? No. So, you know how every year usually it's like centuries or some fallout boy song that college football tries to use to be the song of the year? Well, Walker Hayes did a song called Y'all Life. Yes. That, as I saw one commenter on the internet say, simultaneously made country music, hip-hop, and church all worse at once. Worse? Worse. That's hard to do. So my, our good friend, friend of the podcast, Jason Fitz, was in the video, did a phenomenal job in his part, but the SEC... The football conference's main account tweeted out, this just might be the song of the football season right here. Walker Hayes, want to collab? Brandon, that tweet lasted all of two hours before the internet so shamed it that the SEC had to delete the tweet. Like, Walker Hayes just had a quote tweet up with nowhere to go because they deleted (laughs) that and might have to go back to the drawing board on this one here. V2. V2's coming soon. I don't know Walker Hayes enough to, like, like or dislike him. Yeah. But I do feel bad because that's got to be a tough one. You think you just lined up because when your song is the song of football season on one yes. of those networks, yes. you get paid. Yes. You get big paid. And he might have yes. just gotten, ask, I mean, because,
1: listen. Ask Flow rider in uh, my, hou- uh, my House. Yes. Or, welcome to my house. They couldn't
0: stop playing that song. Couldn't stop playing it anywhere, Brandon. Couldn't stop playing it anywhere. So It, it is tough for him.
1: You would hope there's enough focus groups that went around before they rolled it out to, like, Okay, this is ready, ready for prime time. It clearly was not ready for prime time. I
0: mean, no, it was. It might have been ready for prime time. It wasn't ready for Twitter. You can't send that to the meanest place on earth. They're going to chew up anything there, especially like we don't deal with things straightforward on Twitter. We are layered in irony. We are yes. layered in sarcasm. Yes. That is the love language we communicate in. You can't be giving them stuff like this that's just like you know the bottom of the food pyramid. It's
1: just the packaging. It was all the packaging. It shouldn't have been said it was, it was the song of the so- it, it was just like, hey, check this new thing out, y'all life. And they were like, oh, let's see if we like it. When you, when you get told yep. this is the best new thing, you're like, eh. Nope. It's a it's problem that Drake has every album.
0: Yes. It's the battle that you and I fight with every album, because I didn't want to bring this up now, but I've gone back and listened to the latest Drake album, and it's starting to be okay to me.
1: Don't do that. I'm Don't just do that. telling you. It, He's every just time, successful enough that he only has to rap on one song, and it's the last song of the album. I'm just saying, and, man. I think you realize that the stuff. dance
0: music was a place where you could start to make some money here. Like Him and Beyonce Listen, just good at make money.
1: I'm not vacuuming my house all the time. That's what Drake music is good for, like doing chores, running. I'm, I'm done.
0: I don't want to hear it Maybe that's it. I've been going to Target a lot lately and doing a lot of chores, putting a lot of furniture together. (laughs) Listening to Drake at Target. (laughs) It feels feels right. That's how you know we're at the age we're at right now, where the songs of our youth are now the background noise inside of grocery stores and shopping centers. Oh, man. I love it. It's a humbling place to be, but it's a place we love to be nonetheless. This is also a place that we have loved being here. Thank you to everyone who managed to come out here and hang out with us. Please keep hanging out. We got shade and a breeze over here, which is a lot. Thank you for all 300
1: of you that are here. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're set back. We can barely hear you. We love all you we'll signing autographs. Mike's Mike is signing autographs. They've been lighting
0: things on fire in the crowd. It's like Woodstock yes. here. It's insane. We'll Burning be back man. tomorrow here around the same time. If you're around FanFest, <laughs> we'll be back here around the same time. Gonna do the podcast again tomorrow. Thank you guys again. As always. Download, subscribe, rate, and review Gojo wherever you get your podcast. We're gonna watch each and every one of you do it right now with your phone. So. Mike,
1: we we put a we put a, a four to six year old to sleep.
0: No, no. <laughs> Yeah. We it was our approachability and our Exactly. Oh, yes. oh nap nap music. Yes. Oh, we got to get into the nap game. I'm telling you, man, as listen. I <laughs> Wow. Said that in your tweets. Listen, wow. as someone with a newborn nephew right now who sees how little my brother and his wife are sleeping, you guys are welcome. We are we are here for any valuable pub... Oh. Listen, I'm going to keep them coming. I promise they won't get any better anytime soon. That sounds like something you could review. Thank you. Sign into Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star rating. Tell everybody how we put your child to sleep here. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. We'll see everyone back here
2: tomorrow.